0: Mountain just so I can breathe, 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 breathe. Welcome into Defeating the Curse. The Wizards have won or slid into or undeservingly ended up in the NBA playoffs. This is a Wiz-heavy podcast. And for those that listened to the last podcast, you got a lot of Steve and I talking uh, about Wiz and Caps and uh, Trump and a bunch of other things. But we all know that's not Steve's forte. Um, I, I love the Wizards, LP loves the Wizards, and the song that you just heard on the lead-in is actually an exclusive track that uh, Mark was nice enough to share with us, but Mark Hanna's joining us also to talk Wizards. He's a DC transplant, he's from here, we actually all grew up together, uh, he did some time out west and now he's, uh, he's somewhere in the northeast, but it doesn't matter because he watches as much Wizards, Caps, Nats, and Redskins as we do, uh, he's a regular listener on the podcast. He's always sending us stuff to read about our local teams here. So we know and love Mark. We're really happy to have him. And, and guys, I'll be honest. Let's just start with this. Your general feeling about this eighth-seeded Wizards team going into the playoffs. LP, I kind of know where you're going to go with this, so I want to go Mark first here. Mark, your general sentiment about this team uh, with the playoffs looming.
1: Uh well, first off, thanks again for, for having me, guys. And uh, I, I think going, I was really disappointed to see that we had a a chance to, you know, to be able to play Boston and seeing that it it wasn't necessarily a must-win game, but it was definitely important to play a team that you know is kind of hobbled at the moment. So, uh, I, I was a little discouraged by it. I'm I'm still thinking that this is kind of a rope-a-dope team right now, where we didn't have Wall for thirty games. We're still a really good team when we play together. I mean, we've seen the success this team has had, so it's it's kind of it's it's really going to depend on on the first game that that we play in Toronto. And uh, I was I was actually looking at the you know we were the first team to, to beat Toronto at home. They've only lost seven times at home, and we were one of the first teams to to put an L uh, in in that column for them. So I, we can beat this team. Um, Toronto is their bench is really strong, but at the same time, I think for what we have and what we bring to the table is uh, also signing Ty Lawson today um, is, is really going to bring.
0: Oh, come on. Uh, Ty Lawson's going to, he's the savior of the wizards. Come well, on. Ty, not, Ty, not Ty. This,
1: no, Go I'll ahead. Say, Ty Lawson, like he he was playing in, he was playing in China. His, his team made the playoffs. They, they got first round outed, I think, but he was averaging 25 points. And then the last regular season game that they had, he put up 55, so he's shooting the ball well. I mean, that's that's something strong that that he can provide off the bench that you know Sessions hasn't even been able to do.
0: LP, I'm gonna. I mean, you know how I feel about Ty Lawson. Like this is, it, it almost to me it reeks of desperation. I mean, I understand that they need the help at that position. I'm okay with him, but like to think that he's gonna shore up the bench and give you what's he gonna give you? What's the best case for him to give you off the bench? And and you're right, Mark. He has played a full season in China and did get bounced from the playoffs, which is why he's available. But what's the best case he's going to give you? What, you know, ten points, eight eight assists? Is that, a, that? I mean, that would be incredible if we get that out of him.
2: I, I don't know why we're even talking about Ty Lawson. The Wizards literally went from having no backup point guard to have now having five. I, Ramon Sessions, it, it, to me, is the best true point guard that's on the back that's in the backup role. Uh, Sadaransky is not a true point guard. I mean, I like his flexibility that he can play the two and possibly even the three with Otto being out. But I I just, I don't see the Ty Lawson thing working out. Ty Lawson coming in, you know, his first game being a playoff game as a wizard. This doesn't make any sense. I don't expect to see very much of Ty Lawson this this series. I mean, I, I don't see how you can bring somebody in from the other side of the world to come in and say, all right, now you're integrated with this team and, You know, this team gels based on what John Wall can do. Yes, Ty Lawson can play more like John Wall over the Sadoranskis, but I just don't see Ty Lawson being a factor in this series. And to to your point, Mark, yes, the, the Raptors have a much better bench, but in the playoffs where... The lineup shrink, the minutes shrink. Oh, God. I don't know if it really matters about their bench.
0: It matters because look what happened to the Wizards last year without one. It matters. It matters. You gotta yes, they'll go down to eight, an eight-man rotation. But sometimes there's foul trouble, and you got to go nine deep, ten deep. It happens, man. That's that's part of the game too,
2: right? Right, and the Wizards have a much better bench than they did last year. So I don't, I mean, I I don't see that as as something that's going to hurt the Wizards. At the end of the day, the Wizards shouldn't have been playing the Raptors. We all came on here at the beginning of the season and predicted the Wizards would be a one, a two, or a three seed. I don't think anyone predicted anything below maybe a four at worst. And here we are at the end of the season. They're in. They're an eight seed. They had the chance to be a seventh seed yesterday, and Scotty Brooks basically threw in the towel and put in Devin oh, Robinson, G leaguer. Don't put this. What do
0: you mean? Scotty? The team didn't want to win. They don't care. The they team don't didn't want to play. You know, you, didn't you, you know who play. didn't care? Orlando. Orlando was one foot, two feet and out the door yesterday, and we still couldn't get it they, done.
2: Exactly. The, That's the, not the, the whole coach. whole team didn't care. It's the whole team. It's the whole team. So there was. This, there's a conspiracy theory in this town that they wanted to apart. see
0: the Raptors. Do you buy that they would rather have seen the Raptors? Just given the history, the playoff history between these two teams, they would rather go into Toronto with the weight of the world and, and limited expectations, as opposed to face a depleted Boston team. You know where the expectations really. I mean, the line, the line yesterday before tip, before the final games, had the Wizards if they faced the the Celtics, it had them even, like a two versus seven, and the line was even. I mean, Vegas doesn't get things wrong. I was shocked to see that. Uh, you know, against the Raptors, they're they're a dog. But, I mean, this team is so unique. I, I, the irony here, and, and our boy Canada, who was on the podcast a few weeks back, you know, he said it best. He said these teams are actually very similar. There wasn't a lot of turnover uh, at the, you know, at the top of the roster or the bottom of the roster. They play very similar style basketball. They've been consistently the same type of team for the better part of three seasons. The difference is John Wall missed some significant time this year. That I mean... I don't think none of us had the Raptors finishing first. You know, Paul, you, you made a good point here. Like, none of us had the Wizards finishing last. None of us had the Raptors f- finishing at the top either. You know, we thought that their window had closed and that they didn't they didn't make a move that they needed to make. Well, they're sitting at the top, and you know, I, I'll be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if we if we won this series in five, and I wouldn't be surprised if we lost in four. Like, I I just wouldn't be surprised. This team is 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 schizophrenic, man. Like they, you cannot tell. Which Wall Beale, and Gortot Gortat in particular you're gonna get. I mean, you guys have watched a ton of basketball too.
2: I mean, yeah, but do do any of us expect to see a, a the bad version of Bradley Beale and John Wall? Do any, I don't I don't think that's a in any any real DC fan's mind. Right I think now. if you're
0: hanging your this, hat on this idea that they can just turn it on, I think you're 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 sadly grossly mistaken because this team has never it, proven to be able to just flip it. They're not LeBron. They're not but Kobe. they did
2: that they actually did that last season during the regular season
0: after the oh no, if break. you
2: actually remember at the end of the season they they were like they had lost like seven out of 10 or something they were not good at the end of last season they were closer to 500 than they were but, the, um, but hold on hold on but last year
0: they didn't lose to the suns twice they didn't lose to the maps twice they didn't lose they didn't get blown out by the jazz without any of their players like like I, the jazz turned out to be a good team but come on man like yeah this team is, is they had, significantly they lost to the
2: sixers and they they had they had colossal failures last year too that's just the mo of this team it's been year after year uh, two years ago when we beat toronto in the first round I think they had a three to one season series over us, or maybe they even swept us in the regular season, and we came and swept them in four. I don't think that you know this is as bad as that we think. But at the end of the day, if Bradley Beal, stop saying and the John end of the Ball day, are not at, at their peak performance, it's it's done. Like if we play anything like we've done in the past, you know, week, maybe take take away the Boston, maybe take away the Cavs game. I mean, the season's over.
0: Uh, come on is this team is this team eastern conference finals caliber to you right now absolutely not okay
2: but would there's you be no su-
0: but would you be surprised if they got there
2: i wouldn't be surprised See? at all the, that's, that's the
0: insanity of the dc sports curse just there it is in in one thought yeah. mark mark let's get you back in here i mean you i don't know how much raptors basketball you watch but certainly you watch basketball you you watch this wizards team i mean what are your thoughts here i mean is there I'll tell you, to me, the only matchup that matters in this entire series is the point guard matchup. And I would have said the same if they faced the the Celtics. I would have said the same when they, I will say the same if they ever get to face the Cavaliers. That's the only that's the only matchup that I care about. If you win that matchup, you win the series. I know that's my opinion. And, and I know Steve is adamant that I'm crazy and I overrate John Wall. I mean, what do you think? Is there one matchup that you see that if the Wizards win that matchup, they win the series?
1: I, I think definitely Wall is going to get his. It's going to be a matter of uh, containing DeRozan and, and Lowry has been known to kind of choke it up a little bit when you know when the playoffs roll around. So I think it's not going to be a matter of our, our you know our, our guards that that's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be a good matchup. I think what it's going to come down to honestly is how our forwards and centers are going to play
0: because oh, honestly.
1: It's Yeah. yeah. And that's, and that's the thing is that Gortat has been, you know, he's been Swiss cheese on defense. No one, no one is afraid to go into the lane. He's, he's not, he's, I don't know what's happened to this role of being the hammer because people will drive and, and they don't care if Gortat is there or not. Even, even Jan being in the lane isn't intimidating anyone. So if they can find a way to, to either knuckle down and, and start playing some defense or they start putting up, you know, 20 and 10 lines, you know, with Keith and, uh, and, or Todd, then we will, we'll be in it. Like this is the thing is that if we can get, you know, their, their guards in trouble and and foul trouble, or they're having an off night shooting, then we can definitely take advantage of them. The, The Raptors are beatable. I mean, this is, this is the grand scheme. If they have the number one seed, they've won a lot of their games. At the same time, there's, things that they don't bring to the table, there's nothing about them that is scary. And it's it's based on the fact that they hang on Lowry and they hang on DeRozan so hard that if either of them are off, then the whole entire demeanor of the team is kind of down in the dumps. I mean, the Clippers went, you know, Clippers are I don't wanna say they're they're a bad team, but they went into Toronto and won. And this was within the past month. So there there are things there that are beatable about toronto that's just we have to go in with that demeanor of we have we have (laughs) we have to beat this number one seed basically and we can it'll just be uh obviously going to be a tough thing it's easier said than done obviously
0: yeah like i said if they go into toronto and steal games one and two i wouldn't be surprised but if they also came home and lost three and four i still wouldn't be surprised so it's uh you know, it, this is a tricky it's one. the schizophrenic wizards. One
1: minute we're great, one minute we're bad.
2: I'll tell you what, the, the season seri- or the, the, the series is going to be based off of game one. If the Wizards can go in there and, and sh- have a good show in game one and, and win, you will see the Toronto Raptors kind of start to diminish. And I really think that game one is going to set the pace so for the series. It.
0: Let's, so flip it. Let's say the Wizards are the ones that come out flat and get rolled in game one. They're the same Season team. over. Yeah, they're the same season team. over. Season I, I, yeah, over. I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I don't. I don't disagree. Um, but I, I don't. I don't know what to expect out of those Wizards team. That's the. That's the honest truth. I don't think if they made it to the ECF, I wouldn't be. I would be surprised. I wouldn't be shocked because they have the talent on the roster to get there. And with a depleted, with some of the injuries in the Eastern Conference, primarily to Kyrie and the and the Celtics, I wouldn't be so like super surprised. Uh, but they're still going to have to get through Cleveland. I mean, everyone has to get through Cleveland. I mean, all all roads in the Eastern Conference roll through Cleveland, and LeBron is still there, and he's still healthy, and he's still playing great basketball. So I'm not, I'm not super encouraged by it. Um, but when you look out west, what do you guys see out there? I mean, because there's some really intriguing matchups out west. I'll tell you, the one that jumps off the page to me is the Jazz and Thunder. I think the winner of that series will make it to the, East, to the Western Conference Finals. And I, I think it may be the Jazz. They are that good. Donovan Mitchell is a stud, an absolute stud. Nobody knows who he is because he plays in Utah and is never on TV. But how good are the Jazz and how good is he? I mean, he's got to be the rookie of the year, right?
1: I mean, it's Donovan Mitchell, it, it's that tough thing that, and he brought up a good point where, you know, he said, you know, if there's a, if you're able to see a test uh, for a year you know and you kind of know what to expect are you technically a rookie so the Ben Simmons argument it, it's tough but at the same time Wall got snubbed for rookie of the year with with uh, Blake Griffin so Donovan Mitchell has been playing lights out I mean getting Rudy back from injury for them was huge um he's that dominant force in the center that people don't want to test uh, it, it's, it's like you said, it, it's, it's going to be a great match. I'm they're definitely, uh, they're definitely a sweeper. They, they play great defense,
0: uh, there in Utah. I mean, did anybody see them finishing, you know, third in the conference? There's no way they are so no. talented. I mean, they are, they are so talented and, and, you know, it, it's hard to disagree with, uh, with the talking heads on TV and radio that say, you know, the winner of, you know, whoever comes out on top of between the Rockets and the Warriors is likely going to represent the conference. Uh, you know, in, in the finals, you, you really, it's hard to disagree. But if I had to pick one team or one matchup, you know, I, the Spurs aren't really the Spurs. I mean, they are, they still made the playoffs for like the the 30th time in my lifetime. It's insane how good they're consistent. 21 years in a row. It's insane. But, you know, like the Pelicans, they can play well, but they're not, I don't see them beating the Blazers in a series. You know, it, the Warriors, I expect to be there. The Rockets, you know, the Rockets are going to roll anybody they face until, I, I don't think, I don't think they're going to have – well, let me, let me say it this way. I think the Timberwolves will challenge them um, and may slow them down a bit, but ultimately the Rockets are too talented uh, to, to stumble early on. I really look at that matchup between the Jazz and the Thunder, and the winner of that, of that matchup, uh, man, they, they, they'd give problems to anybody because the point guard play is so good. It's so good. And I feel like, I feel like the Thunder, if they can get past the Jazz, they'll have enough swagger to them that they won't be so scared – of the, other, uh, of the other dominant teams in the West. But that's the matchup I'm looking at, and I'm kind of just – I mean, that's must-watch TV in my book. Uh, Sunday, I think, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. I can't wait for that one to start. Yeah, well, you that's also have Golden
2: State-San Antonio. I mean, Pop against Golden State. Golden State has flown through the playoffs the past three years. Um, that's going to be a good matchup. Honestly, there's a lot of good matchups, even if you look over in the East – um, I think Milwaukee can take down Boston. I think Cleveland and Indiana is going to be a good good matchup.
0: I mean, Indiana was another surprise team, right? Everybody expected that them NBA. to finish out of the playoffs when after they trade Paul George, and sure enough, Victor Oladipo turns into a, an almost an MVP candidate. I mean, he's quietly had a very very good season himself. So, yeah, I mean, look, the the knock on the NBA playoffs is always going to be that no matter no matter who gets in there's only going to really three teams that are challenging, right? There's only really three teams that Vegas in particular says have a chance to win. And that's the the Rockets, the Warriors, and the Cavaliers. I look at it a little bit more holistically, you know, in a seven-game series, like the one thing I wish they would change about the NBA playoffs is that first-round series being seven games. I think they got to go back to five because you get more upsets that way. Um, or maybe even make it three. Make it something where you can consistently get upsets because – You know, and we've talked about this, you know, at nauseum. I feel like we could do a whole show about why the NBA playoffs are lacking in comparison to the NHL, where any team from any position in either conference can ultimately win the Stanley Cup and has, or in the NFL. Any wild card team, any whoever gets hot can roll through everybody and end up in the Super Bowl and maybe even win it. Like the Giants the the Giants did a couple times. So, the the NBA and baseball is the same way, right? It's not it's not always about the best teams. It's about the team that gets hot. The NBA is totally different, and it's it's chalk in in ninety nine percent of the cases. But, you know, there's still a lot of interesting storylines, and and I, I like this time of year specifically because I love the NBA. But I also understand why people like Steve. You know, you know they bitch so much that it's it's boring and it's predictable.
2: Let me ask this: Would you guys be surprised if there are no sweeps in the first round this year? No. Honestly, I would I wouldn't be surprised at all.
0: No, I wouldn't be surprised. The worst team the worst team in the playoffs is arguably the Bucks, right?
2: Uh, oh. uh, that's that's debatable, I guess. I um, mean who's the worst team? Possibly who's, the, the, who's the worst the, of the sixteen? Give give me a, give Minnesota. Me a Minnesota? Well,
0: oh, I don't know, man. I think I think the Bucks <sighs> are worse. I think the Bucks have been playing trash basketball for six weeks.
2: Yeah, but they still yeah, have Minnesota, one of the one of the best players in the NBA. So I don't know; it's hard for Minnesota's, me to pick, pick against them.
1: Yeah, Min- Minnesota's just getting getting Jimmy Butler back, so it's like they're they're a completely different team. And Cat has been trying to hold the team down, but it's you're getting one of your star players back. It's it's really tough. I the this year's playoffs are are going to be pretty competitive. I I can see um I consider uh geez someone's horn is going off. Uh, <laughs> But I, I think I think the team that's going to be a surprise, honestly, is going to be uh, New Orleans. I, I think they're I think they're a, a dark horse team, and I, I expect. I'm not sure. Do you know who they're playing uh, in their matchup? Portland. Portland.
0: Yeah, Portland. They, they got the Blazers. Portland.
1: Yep. I think that's going to be it's going to be a a pretty good matchup. I could see it going, you know, six games, seven games. I I think Anthony Davis being healthy. With uh, Rondo and and Drew Holiday, they they've got a squad down there, man. Quietly,
2: we finally have parity in the NBA. uh, Maybe not across conferences, but within conference, we finally have parity within the NBA. It's been a long time since that has happened. Sure, I mean, mean, who who would have thought Portland would have been the three seed? No one would have picked Portland as a three seed.
0: Well, but look, Portland finished with forty nine wins, right? As the three seed, the Pelicans, sorry, the the Timberwolves are the eighth seed with forty seven. Right, so you talk about a two-game difference between third and eighth, and the Nuggets finished yeah. one game out. You know, they're forty-six and thirty-six. They missed the playoffs by by one game. The Eastern Conference right. is a little bit of a different story, right? Because the the Wizards were the last. The eighth seed was the only uh, from from nine and beyond. They were all losing records. Pistons were 39-43.
2: Yeah, uh, but, but take it two weeks back, the Wizards were in position to get a three or a four seed. Oh, so it, I'm with really, you. Really, it was really a colossal failure at the end of the year on the Eastern Conference, but. There's parity, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's no upsets.
0: Well, let's so let's talk upsets here. Do you let, let's go LP first here? LP, are the Wizards going to upset the Raptors?
2: I put this on our blog yesterday, defeatingthecurse dot I, I have the Wizards in six. It's just maybe it's the homer in me, but I I have the Wizards in six.
0: Mark, what do you think? Are the Wizards going to pull the upset?
1: I would say the Wizards win. I think think we've got what it takes to beat them. I think uh, Toronto might underestimate us a little bit, but they're going to have fire from what happened last year to them. So I think it's going to be a tough fight, but I I got us pulling
2: it out. Wow. Okay. Here's here's the reason. Let let me tell you why. The Wizards, when they play a depleted team, they play down to the competition. So the Wizards go in and they play Boston. The Wizards are going to completely overlook Boston and say, oh, you know, Kyrie's not here. Gordon Hayward's not here. This is a walk in the park. The Wizards are the 8 seed. They go against the 1 seed. They should be motivated for this matchup.
0: Well, uh, in that if you pull that thread a little bit further, that would also explain why they why they completely crapped the bed right last night against a, a team that was basically on already in vacation mode in the Magic. I mean, they right. they they absolutely. They they actually lost more games than any other team in the league to to teams seated below them at the time they played them. It's fascinating to think about that. Like they got they got 43 wins. But 17 losses out of the 39 were to teams seated below them throughout the season. That's absurd. That's so yeah. so it, it, absurd. And that's
2: been the same story that we've written over and over again the whole the whole season.
0: Yeah, and you know, and I look the the Homer in me and the basketball like fan looks at this matchup and says, if Wall, if Porter, if Gore's they should win handily. I mean, they could even sweep the Raptors. Maybe give them one, right? the The other side of my brain, the one that's watched this team self destruct over the last two weeks, I look at it and I'm like, man, like they could they could get swept and and this could all be over in in ten days, and you know, and we just basically look and say, well, who's to blame? Is it is it is it Grunfeld or is it Brooks? And and personally, I got into it with some people on Twitter yesterday that were that were tweeting at the DTC account that were saying like Scotty Brooks is overrated, man. Like I'm totally not buying that line. I think I think Brooks has done a masterful job. Yeah. I think he's worth—he's worth every penny that they're paying him, and and if anybody's—if they're—if we're gonna point a hot finger at anybody, it's got to be Grunfeld. It's got to be Grunfeld. But it, yeah. it absolutely I mean, has to be.
2: You, you do Wizards, nothing at the trade deadline, and then you bring in fifteen point guards, and nobody plays. What's the point? Grunfeld, year after year, has destructed this team. It, Grunfeld
1: is is definitely the one to point at. I mean, you had the trade deadline, you had DeAndre Jordan out there. You knew that we had trouble, you know, down low with the center position and you didn't address it at all. And it's hoping you're only hoping that free agency next year is, is going to be a little bit more fruitful when it comes to that. Uh, Scotty Brooks. I mean, you get 43 wins with, with arguably your best player out for the 30 games. So, I mean, that's, that's still, I mean, I, I predicted the team to, to have 50 wins, um, last year going into it. So I was off by seven with John Wall being out for 30 games. I would have never have, have thought that. You know, I would have thought maybe we would have won like 39 to 40 with John Wall being out for that long. So it, and it props to, I mean, getting Sato and, and seeing that we, we do have a lot more guards. And like you said, he's not a true point guard, but knowing that he has that skill set is only going to help, you know, to fill in for certain spots of, Know, knock on wood, that we get into foul trouble or or something like that. I definitely, if we're going to put it on someone, going back to the original point, it's, it's got to be Ernie. Yeah, definitely. And,
0: and you know, you look at this and 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 LP. You'll remember the very first podcast we did at the start of this NBA season. We kind of talked a little bit about you know expectations and you know we both agreed, Grunfeld's going to make a move, and we both agreed that the Wizards would be playoff teams, uh, a playoff team. Um, you know, y- your sleeper didn't turn out so well my sleeper pick though and and I got to toot my horn here just a little bit. I had I, I said the Sixers wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if they finished, you know, 5th or 6th. They ended up finishing 3rd in the conference, 52 wins and they're on a 16 game heater right now. I mean, this team is for real. I don't I know everyone's going to say they're young and yes, they, I think they will be tested in the in you know, now it's playoff it's playoff basketball. It's completely different but i mean come on this is one of the best stories that uh, unfortunately's been a little undercovered uh, but the sixers when Talk to me after
2: talk to me after round 2 talk to me after round 2
0: well i will talk to you after round 2 but you tell me what did you expect the sixers to be this good and do you think they get out of round 1
2: i think they get out of round 1 because they're playing the, the heat but i don't think they get past well, they might not even get out of round 1 I, I think they they don't understand how to handle the pressure they're they're too young they're inexperienced in the playoffs. Um, I, I have a hard time picking, picking them to win. All right. Well, give me, give me. Maybe more. they win first series, they, but they don't definitely don't go past the second series.
0: Let's wrap up on this. If you had to pick one team, either conference right now, to be a lock for the finals and a long shot, your your sleeper, You're the one you feel best about. Give me one team. It doesn't matter. They can both be in the same conference. One team that you feel is a lock to be there, and one team that you're secretly rooting for to get there. Uh, let's go, Mark first.
1: Uh, the lock I think is going to be golden state. I know Curry is going to be out for the first round, but I, I think once he comes back, they're just, they're just too good. I I got them beating Houston. Uh, and, uh, the team that I think is going to be the surprise I could possibly make a run, uh, are to be the homer guys but it's got to be the wizard <laughs> 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 i gotta do it man i gotta do it I, I think a lot of a lot of people and a lot of teams are going to count us out looking at our record but just like you guys said at the beginning of the year we were playing really strong when when everyone was healthy and i think we we have the opportunity to to really show a lot of people um you know what we're made of so that's that's my those are my picks
0: lp how about you who's your lock and who's your who's your uh your, your feel good story.
2: My lock is definitely Houston. I, I don't just think that they're way too good. I don't think golden state will be able to, to take them down. And my, my sleeper, I, I have to go with the wizards too. There's just, this team is too good. This team is too good to be the eight seed. This team is too good. Uh, I mean, the Eastern conference is pretty much wide open uh, other than maybe Cleveland, but I don't know. I, I think the Wizards can even put a fight up against Cleveland. I have to go Wizards. So, uh,
0: man, I, this is, I'm putting on my fanboy hat here. The Wizards are Wizards. my lock. I think they're my lock in the Eastern <laughs> Conference Finals. Because I agree with you guys. I, I agree. They're too good. They're too good to be the eighth seed. I, I can see them getting past Toronto. I can see them, regardless of who they face in the second round, playing well. Uh, because they'll they'll be focused and dialed in again. They're schizophrenic, so if they lose in the first round, you know I, I won't be surprised. But that's kind of the one I keep looking at. I keep going back to it. They're, they're going to be so underrated coming in with. They're really playing with house money because no one expects them to win, and I think that's when they're the most dangerous. So, you know, my my semi hard you know bloodlock is going to be the wizards to get you know pr- farther than they did last year. My feel-good is actually in the Western Conference, and, and I keep going back to the Jazz and Donovan Mitchell. I, I just don't know. I don't see who's going to – if Russell isn't the one who stops him, because he poo-pooed all over, all over uh, the Warriors a couple nights ago. He, he held his own against Chris Paul. Chris Paul is, a, is not 100% of who he was before. So I think the winner of that series, I think it's going to be the Jazz. Um, but you know, I look at them and I say like they, they really do have the inside-outside game and presence to them where well, they may they really could surprise some people. You know, the the Thunder would I wouldn't be surprised if the Thunder come out on top, but I don't think the Thunder have enough uh, mental fortitude. I I don't think they have the the big names, but I don't think they play very cohesive basketball. They remind me a lot of the the Heat in year 1 with the the super LeBron's uh, where, you know, they were really good on paper and they could they seemingly could turn it on and off any point they want, but they they still haven't gelled. Like they really don't play cohesive basketball. I love what the Jazz are doing. I really do you know and and i am you know it's hard to shy away from the 76ers too i mean that's a team it's a really good story that's a that's a great i mean it's a great story to think that these guys where they were just a few seasons ago um and and again they have an inside outside presence to them no one expects much out of them you know they ironically remind me a little bit of the 2000 lakers you know really really untested going into the postseason but they they have a good bench they have a they have a the coach has proven himself. He's not Phil Jackson, but he's proven himself. They got they got sharp shooters. They got a little bit of everything there, and their home court advantage is real too. So you know those are you know the Cavaliers. I think will be there in the end, but I wouldn't be surprised if they if they you know lose before the Eastern Conference Finals. But come on, it's LeBron, and, and if you're betting against him, I think you're crazy. But I, I'm excited, you know LP to take your words. There's parity. Uh, there's parity, at least in the Eastern Conference. It is more or less wide open. There's there's one team, maybe two teams, the the Cavs and the Raptors that kind of have separated themselves as far as how they play. 76ers certainly statistically are, are, on paper, are a team to watch. The Wizards are the other one. The Wizards, I don't think anybody, you know, if you go to the Raptors yesterday and you say, who do you want to face, Milwaukee or Washington, I think they're taking Milwaukee 100 times out of 100. I mean that—that's my own Definitely. personal take. I—I I don't think anybody wants. And if you go to the Celtics and you say, "Do you want to see the Bucks or the Wizards?" I think they also say, "Give us the Bucks." I think the Wizards are to be feared in this position here.
2: Um, but the Wizards have been here before. You know, this is this is not something new for them. So that can't be understated or undersold.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. So with that. Let's uh, let's put a bow on this podcast. Any final thoughts? Any non-basketball related things you want to get off your chest, uh, LP? I
2: guess the draft is in two weeks. Oh god! Uh, uh, I good. think. Have you Alex been watching Smith was the CF Did you
0: watch One? the UEFA Champions League? Did you watch some uh, some Champions League the other day?
2: I can't. It, there's too many too many things going on right now. You got hockey playoffs coming on. You got.
0: Did you watch the basketball. Golden Nuggets last
2: night? The Vegas uh,
0: Golden, Ooh. not Golden Nuggets, Golden Knights. <laughs> That's a big fat no.
2: You talking to FP over here? Uh, <laughs> yeah, talking I'm talking to the ghost of <laughs> FP. This though, guy does not watch any hockey. I'm surprised, you're, surprised <laughs>
0: you're not plugging your uh, indoor uh, women's uh, soccer game that you have coming up later this evening.
2: Oh yeah, is it is it indoor women's soccer? Game? Just just so all of our listeners know, LP is definitely the MVP of the league. Okay, you know nothing happens without without LP. There, I'm the John Wall of, of the team. If you so. say so.
0: If, he sends us, if you send us some footage, let, let's cover it. Let's let's put it on the DTC <laughs> website. Let people vote. Uh, Mark, how about you? Any final thoughts? You can thoughts?
2: actually watch it online with all the little kids playing on the side. <laughs> Thank you. It's like daycare.
0: <laughs> Mark, any final thoughts from you? Uh, Caps, big
1: game one tonight. Uh, just like LP said, got the draft coming up in a couple weeks. So I think uh, we, we've got a lot going for us. And – uh. I'm confident to see what uh, our football team is is going to do with Alex Smith and and our draft picks. So, uh, really excited. The game should be on here in like the next couple of minutes for for the Caps. So I'm definitely looking forward to that.
0: Yes, yeah, so we wanted to Go sneak Caps. this podcast in before the Caps game, which we did. Um, but I, I believe FP has got some stuff coming. Uh, there's something up on the website now. Recaps. And then there's going to be something post-game as well. So stay tuned for that. Uh, But for now, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Special thanks to Mark for joining us and for the lead-in track, the exclusive lead-in track. LP, thanks for making time as always. Uh, For the boys, my name is Joe. Thank you so much. This is Defeating the Curse. Thank you for tuning in. Like, share, and come back because there's going to be a whole lot more NBA playoff coverage uh, at the hands and at the mouth of LP and myself. Canada, our our boy from uh, Toronto, has already started the trash talking, and he will be on the next podcast to kind of break down hopefully game one and kind of look forward and see uh, what adjustments can be made on both sides from uh, a fan, up close and personal fan of the Raptors, and of course us up close and personal with the Wizards. Again, thank you so much for listening. This has been DTC, Defeating the Curse. Find us, like us on social media. For now, we are out.